Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of In Moderation. I am very excited for this episode because we're going to be talking about something that has been a total game changer for my outlook and doing things that I wouldn't have done before. And what we're going to be talking about is the yes woman mentality. So I want to give you a little bit of backstory about how I developed this, how I started practicing it, kind of like where it came from. So over the summer, I went home. I live in New Jersey. I'm from a pretty small farm town in New Jersey. Everybody sort of knows everybody. It's a great place, but I was ready to leave when college rolled around. So when I go home, it always kind of feels weird. I don't really have that many friends left at home. My job, school, everything that I do is kind of down here in Virginia now. So it always feels weird to go home and I feel a little bit out of place and not really sure what to do with myself when I go home. So when I went home this summer, I felt kind of lost. I really just wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I mean, I was going to the gym. I was nannying. I was working. I was hanging out with a friend or two that I still had at home and some family, but I still felt like, what am I going to do this entire summer? Like I'm going to be here for like three and a half months and need to not feel stuck. So on top of that, I started realizing that, oh shit, I am about to be a senior in college. I don't really have it figured out right now. And I really need to start narrowing down and getting more specific and clear on, you know, the path I want to take after graduation. So on top of not really feeling like I had a place anymore at home, I also was like, oh shit, my place at school is also about to expire and things are going to change. And that was scary. It still is kind of scary, but I have a new mindset to it now. So during that time of feeling lost, feeling confused and anxious about what I'm going to do post-grad, I was talking to someone in my life and she was like, well, the only way you can find out things that you enjoy doing is by doing more things. So I challenge you for the rest of the summer to say yes to any opportunity that comes your way. And I was kind of like, yes to like everything? Like, what if I don't feel like it? What if it's not really something I'm in the mood for? And she's like, you're going to say yes and you're going to go because you never know. It could be the best experience of your life and you would have missed it if you didn't say yes. So try it. I was like, okay. I have this friend back home. Her name is Sam. Shout out, Sam. We also met over the summer and it's a wonderful story, but I'll save that for our podcast episode. But I was lucky enough to have Sam decide that she was going to participate in the Yes Challenge with me. So Sam and I adopted this challenge for the entire summer and we named it Yes Woman Summer. And we did so many things that I probably wouldn't have done if we hadn't been living a yes woman summer. So one of the first big things that we did yes woman summer was we were driving together in the car. We were going to do a ropes course like where you're strapped in and you like go climb up to the top of the trees and like you do a ropes course while you're all strapped in the air. Anyway, we're on our way to do that. 
we're talking about music and concerts and stuff like that. And we're both like, man, it's been a while since we've been to a concert. Like, let's just look up what's in our area over the summer. So I'm on Google. I'm looking up concerts in our area. And I see that Ed Sheeran is playing near us that night. So I was like, dude, like Ed Sheeran's going to be here tonight. And she's like, should we go? And I'm like, let me let me check how much the tickets are. So I go on, I'm looking at tickets and there's tickets left for the floor, like standing room only right next to the stage. And they were $100. And so I'm like, Sam, dude, tickets are hundred bucks. It's on the floor. We're going to be right by the stage. She's like, let's do it. I'm like, let's do it. It's yes, warm in summer. So we turn around, we go flying back home, change our clothes real quick. Mind you, at this point, it's literally like three hours before the concert and it's going to take us like at least an hour and a half to get there. So we change, we're in the car, we're jamming out to Ed Sheeran. We get stuck in standstill traffic, like sitting in park on the highway, like 15 minutes outside the venue. We can hear the opener who the opener was Khalid from the highway that we're sitting on. So we ended up missing both of the openers. We met some women who were trying to get into the show. They were struggling to get in because they weren't allowed to walk across the highway. So they were asking to get in our car and they said if we drove them in, they would pay for our parking. So we let them in the car. It wasn't like random creepy people that we let in the car. We like talked to them a little bit first. They were like moms. Everything was fine. They came in our car. They paid for our parking. We talked to them on the way in and we got into the venue and it's there's a 10 minute timer on the screen. There's like a countdown and Ed Sheeran is coming on in 10 minutes. We were so hyped. We got in, we got nice and close up to the stage and we had the best time ever. This concert was amazing. I've been to a bunch of concerts before and I'm not sure if it was like the rush of last minute deciding to get there and just like the adrenaline pumping of rushing in and getting there in perfect timing or if it was just truly a place that we were meant to be at that time. But the whole concert, Sam and I just spent the time like shouting at each other, being like, oh my God, do you feel this energy? This energy is crazy. Like we could feel this like vibration. It was insane. The vibes were so amazing. We went to the show, went home. It was a great time and I'm so glad we went. So that was our big kickoff to Yes Woman Summer. We got to see Ed Sheeran front row for a hundred bucks. Um, after that, we were like, all right, let's keep testing our luck. So we decided to go see Luke Bryan. We also did a last minute concert for that one. We booked it, booked it a little bit sooner than the Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, we decided to go like three hours before. Luke Bryan, we decided to go like the morning of. So we got actually a a pretty big group to go together to Luke Bryan. We went with some of my cousins and some friends and we all tailgated in the parking lot, walked over to the concert, got some food there. We had a great time. We sang a ton. We had the best time ever. And then we went back to the house, hung out, had a great time, got to go to the beach the next day because the concert was down near the beach. My cousins lived down near the beach. So we did that. And if you know me, you know that I love the beach to begin with, but the place we went to was a state park. 
And so they had some activities going on, like nature walks and like a touch tank where you could touch like the sea life that they had captured. There was like shell painting and all these things. And there happened to be a program called Saning. And Sam was with me and she was like, oh my God, I haven't been saning since I was a kid. Like we need to go. And I was like, dude, like, I don't know. Like I kind of want to just lay on the beach. And she's like, it's yes woman summer. We're going saning. So we went saning. And for those of you who don't know what saning is, basically they have like two long poles that are attached to a net. And then like you drag the net through, we dragged it through the bay and you go out and make a loop and then like you bring you drag it back up on the shore and you're able to see like all the different sea life that you scooped up when you walked through with the net and then sometimes they take some of like the little crabs and stuff and they'll put them in the touch tank for the day or things like that i know they were telling us like they keep track of the organisms to know what kind of condition the bay is in that year and things like that so it was really cool we were the only people who went to the saning program, so we kind of just got to do it as many times as we want. And it was awesome. I know Sam was having the time of her life, and I had a great time too doing something that I've never done before. Another thing I'd never done before was go to the Met. So if you know me, you know that I am not a huge fan of museums. Like my patience level, like I get bored very quickly when I go to a museum. But Sam and I have a friend, Isabella, and we met her also over the summer, and she is an incredible, incredible woman. I can't wait to have her on the podcast, but she took us to the Met because this is a place that she loves. She's been there many times, and she has a lot of knowledge about, so she brought us there, and she knew this place like the back of her hand. She was able to not only guide us through the Met, but also give us additional information about the different exhibits we were seeing and it was really cool we also got to like go on the roof and take some cute pictures we went out to a cute lunch and honestly that's probably something i never would have done had i not just said yes to go with my friends so another thing sam and i did together was we would go drive up to this place pretty close to my house where you can get um natural spring water and so we would go up there, we would get fresh water, and we would just make it kind of like a whole day thing. We were like, all right, like, we're going to use this as a reset. We're going to be intentional. We're going to set our new intentions, and it's really just going to be a vibe. So, like, it wasn't really just about getting water. It was about really, like, manifesting and practicing the things that we wanted to come to fruition in our daily life. So it's going to sound crazy, but we would really like take the water and we would be like, okay, like we're going to charge this water. Like we're going to put all of the intention that we want to occur into our life. Like we're going to put it into this water. So a little side story on this whole water thing. Our bodies are made of mostly water. And there was this experiment done where they had different bottles of water and they would then speak to the water with different intention they would tell one water bottle that it was ugly and it was horrible and all the mean things that you could possibly imagine they would charge into this negative water bottle and then they had another water bottle that they would charge with things like i love you and you're so strong and you're kind and you're brave and all of these things and then when they took those two water bottles 
and they froze them and looked at their the structure of the crystals that happened when they froze. The crystals from the negative water were jagged and broken and gross, ugly looking. The crystals in the positive water were so beautiful and so intricate. You can look up this experiment if you want because it's really cool. And that experiment showed that the way that you talk to yourself does matter because your words have an effect. And when your body is made of that much water, you bet that what you say to yourself is going to have an impact. So we would go and we would charge this water. And really, it was our way of making sure that we were in control of the way we wanted to feel in our thoughts. And that was an amazing skill that even now that I'm not going to the spring and getting water, I'm much more intentional with my thoughts and the way that I talk to myself because I understand the huge effect that it has on me. So some other fun little things that we were able to do this summer, we did a lot of crumble trips. And honestly, that's totally because we used Yes Woman Summer as an excuse. Like we'd be like, eh, I don't really want to spend $25 on cookies, but like it's Yes Woman Summer, so we should just do it. So we got a lot of crumble. We went to a lot of breweries and a sports bar near us a lot where we would just like hang out with our friends, get food. And even if it was kind of like a low vibe kind of night where everyone was just wearing sweatshirts and chilling. I was always glad to have gone because I got to spend time with people, with good people. And it reminded you that, you know, your bed's always going to be there when you get home. You probably should go out and have some human interaction. Oh, what else? We went to a minor league baseball game, which is like, Honestly, I feel like a lot of people at home kind of like ignore the talent that's in our home team because like it's a minor league team and, you know, like it's not as cool as driving an hour into the city to go see like MLB or something like that. But we decided that we were going to go to a minor league baseball game, got some food at the restaurant next door, got some drinks and honestly just hung out with the girls at the baseball game and we had a great time. Um... The last two, this was one of my favorite experiences. This actually happened at the same time. So Sam and I were sitting outside and we started seeing some fireflies flying around. So we're like, this is so fun. We haven't done this since we were young. Like, let's go catch fireflies. So we're out there running around my backyard chasing fireflies. And all of a sudden, it starts thundering and it literally starts like torrential downpouring. And we're like, well, we're already out here. We're already soaking wet. Like, let's dance in the rain. And Sam and I spent probably a good 20 to 30 minutes, like, running around my backyard, dancing, singing together, and just getting soaking wet. It was the best, best night of the summer, probably. I had, I felt so free. And it was like, wow, like, you're not going to melt when you go outside in the rain. Like, we can go out here and run around and be so grateful in these moments, even when it's downpouring. So it was crazy and it was amazing. And we did so many things in this Yes Woman summer that I honestly probably would have never done had I not had a little push of, hey, you had this challenge. It's Yes Woman summer. We are doing this. But one of the best parts too was having a friend who was always down to do it with me. It can be really hard to push yourself to do something that you're not really in the mood to do when you're going to do it alone. 
And that's why I found it so helpful to have Sam with me because there were times like with the seining or with going to the Met where I probably would have been like, eh, that's not really my thing. Had she not reminded me and held me accountable to be like, hey, you said you were going to do this thing. You said you were going to try new things. You said you were going to say yes. Let's do it. And having someone to keep you accountable is huge because then you can also do the same for them. And you guys are able to open doors for each other and give each other new opportunities and push each other out of your comfort zone in a way that's not bad peer pressure in a way that's good peer pressure I think there's a difference between pressuring someone into something that they really don't want to do versus keeping some account- someone accountable for something that they said they wanted to do and just don't want to do in the moment. So include your friends. And this is something that even going back to school, I've had a great time trying to make it a new thing here and include my friends here to try and switch it up, try new things and get out of our comfort zone a little bit. So this semester I have renamed Yes Woman Summer and we are currently calling it Senior Send. We're seniors. We have nothing left to lose. This is our last year here in college. We're going to send it. We're going to do it for the plot, for the fun, because fuck it. Why not? Now, with all of that being said, I do want to add in a little disclaimer, caveat, whatever you may call it. Self-care is still extremely important, even when you are in that yes mentality. And I personally learned that the hard way. So I came back to school and I hardcore dove into this senior send mentality. I'm going to school. I'm working two jobs. I was trying to hang out with my friends, like any free moment that I got. I'm playing kickball. I'm recording the podcasts and um, doing a bunch of other things that, you know, trying to keep my own self-care up. And I got overloaded. I spread myself too thin and I wasn't able to keep up with all of those things. And the first thing to go was my self-care because I wasn't giving myself a break because I was wanting to go, 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 say yes, 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 and be involved and do all the things. And then there came a point, a breaking point. And I realized I can't, I can't live like this. I have to know when to stop. I have to know when I need to say no and take care of myself for a night, even if that means I have a little bit of FOMO. Maybe I really want to go out and all my friends are, but I just know deep down that I'm tired and I need a night of rest. It happened last Thursday. I All my friends decided to go out and honestly, I had so much FOMO. I wanted to go out so bad. There were so many times where I almost just put on my clothes and went. But when I really sat there and thought about it and tuned into my body, I needed the rest. I was falling asleep at like 9 p.m. Like that's how tired I was. So please, 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 even during all these times of saying yes, remember to make time for yourself and self-care and giving yourself a break because rest as is just as important as the opportunities and the memories you're going to make. If you're exhausted, you're not going to be able to fully enjoy those moments. It's important, important, important to care for yourself in the process. So 
while you're practicing all things yes, please also practice self-care and don't burn yourself out like I did. But back to our yes woman mentality. This really taught me that two big things, two big things. Number one, money is replaceable. One of my biggest excuses used to be like, uh, like I don't want to go because I don't want to pay for that. Okay, money is replaceable. That's why you have a job and you have the rest of your life to work. Obviously, you need to pay for the necessary things first, but spending $20, $30 here or there to go to a museum or go to a baseball game, that's something that's replaceable and it shouldn't hold you back from experiencing life. The other thing I learned is that your bed will always be there. I love being in my bed. I could sit there and read and be cuddled up all day long. But guess what? After I'm done doing all the things that I say yes to at the end of the night, I still get into my own bed. And it made me realize that my bed is always going to be there. I can go out and still end up in my bed at some point during the night. So take these things, take these practices. I challenge you to say yes. Start saying yes to things that you normally wouldn't say yes to. Get out of your comfort zone and practice self-care in the process, guys. It's all part of finding your balance, finding things that you love, and making the life that you want to live. So get out there, say yes, and keep practicing all things in moderation. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. (laughs) 